and konnichiwa. Namaste. We are, oh, no, okay. <laughs> Welcome back. Julie said namaste to me earlier and was like, it would be a good bit if you just incorporated it into your... Just start start dropping it like as a goodbye or a, or a hello. <laughs> does, it, does it fit more as a goodbye or a hello? Um, uh, it's like both. Okay. It's like both. It's like, it's like chow, you know? Chow. <laughs> it's like, hello. Chow, right? chow. Chow. Chow, chow, Dale. You know? Uh, Welcome back to Why Do People Like Japan? Uh, Why Do People mini, Like Anime? A mini podcast about uh, Japan. About our travel to Japan. We did a part one, so this is going to be part two of hopefully a two-parter. <laughs> uh, yeah. Last time we talked a little bit about... Um, uh, figures. So if that's your tea, if that's your tea, honey, uh, <laughs> well, maybe I'm, go I'm sure listen we will, to that one. I'm sure we will speak more about some of that stuff. Yes. Uh, but we're going to try to to cover the rest of uh, our first time in Japan. Uh, and we're normally a podcast where two people who don't watch a lot of anime watch a lot of anime. Correct. But, that is a perfect uh, summation that we have... <laughs> that's the tag yeah <laughs> should we go back to doing like a show a week next year yeah 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 always because i feel like that's always the goal is to do a show a week i feel like i don't know maybe life gets in the way though sometimes my my ideas of doing like a kind of like an i feel like the 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 kind of looser format has left it a little directionless no no <laughs> don't say that well i mean not directionless but i i feel like we're just we're just wandering aimlessly through the mist. <laughs> yeah, yes. directionless. No, you, you agree? No, I don't. Come on. No, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm just All saying. Right. Yeah, you're making it sound like it's a bad thing. Well, I'm just saying objectively, we've watched less anime this year than typically. It's true, uh, but we're, it's we're good miss- to it's good. We're to missing sh- out. We're t- well, it's good to switch it up. We're yeah, not we're watching quite prison literal- school. <laughs> We are quite literally missing out on Anime NYC this this year. Oh well, um, they did not. Uh... <laughs> but they maybe we can sh- say this real quick. They kind of posted something that made us feel like, oh, that's weird. Like, do they not have enough? That, that do they not have not enough tables? Sponsors. Like, sponsors? Uh, they they advertised that uh, the Marines would be having a uh, a booth a booth. <laughs> At Anime NYC, which just it always just rubs me the wrong way. Like I listen, I I respect all of our veterans, and I wonder what the crossover of like military personnel in anime. Yeah, appreciators. There's there's gotta be. I don't I don't know. I feel very mixed about the idea of of like a military advertising because that's essentially what it is. It's an advertisement to attract young people, and so totally. You know the the fact that I. You know, and I have no idea like what their booth consists of. But so when I was going to Warp Tour, there was always like a Marines Army booth. Yes, and that that you know, even as like a teenager, that felt like job know, fairs always had a, a, a recruitment officer. Sure, but it's like this is like a punk rock festival. Yeah. Why? Why are the Marines like? Why are the Marines here? Like, this wh- is an why, anime convention. Yeah. Like, why, why are the Marines here? <laughs> why is the, Why is the military industrial is intake, complex? Is intake so low that they need to like hit the hit the, the weaves, f- the fringes of the? <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. I mean, society. I mean, look. I, if If they invite us next year, you know, right on. Yeah. Um. 
It was a it was an inconvenient time this year, but that too. Like it is like the weekend before Thanksgiving. Yeah. So it's a little I like think, I think they're moving it. In. They're moving it to August next year. See, that sounds like a better. I think they time got. Frame. I think they got kind of uh... <laughs> pushed out, pushed back, strong. <laughs> Strong armed. I'll just say it. they got kind of cucked out of a bunch of like popular guests by New York Comic Con. I gave I you so many other words <laughs> that you could have used. <laughs> it's just such a funny word to use in like mundane yeah, circumstances. True. So like a lot of people were like kind of disappointed by like the lack of of, of uh, really ru- really ruining our chances of getting invited back here. But whatever. Hey, it's honest. Any publicity the, the, is good publicity. Our the rejection email was a little cold. So I'm I'm a little. Yeah. Well, I was trying to avoid the fact that we didn't get <laughs> we didn't get invited back. <laughs> I mean, it's it's whatever. I I kind of get it where it's like if they're you look, get one. <laughs> yeah, it's like you get one, and like if they look at our podcast page and it's it hasn't been updated in a minute, it's like well, what what are you? Maybe that can be our our New Year's resolution. Not that not that I think the anime. anime NYC yeah. Uh board is listening to this podcast but you know it's all good so yeah we didn't go we didn't go but that's we, okay. we did go to japan which is sort what? of like a big anime convention which if you think <laughs> about it it's like a it's like a country-sized anime convention i mean it does kind of feel like that in some with, places with less white people but uh same <laughs> level of cringy white people yes <laughs> oh god just a horrible horrible generalization i mean listen i uh you see what i posted the other day no what to, to instagram the uh fuck let me, let me oh the link guy yeah that was that was like the uniform of of 90 percent of the i listen i don't want to i don't want to get back on my i, I had some Your hater uh, shit i i had some you know cards and letters of asking me about you know asking me to to uh apologize for going so hard on to cool it legend of zelda it's not it's like I don't know. It's it's uh Okay, I we watched the so we watched the Boogie 2988 documentary. Yes. Um I don't Which know is if, a YouTuber, uh classic YouTuber. Yeah, he I guess he he sort of did videos on like video game news and and that sort of thing. Um there's like I you know, I've been thinking about this and I don't I I feel like I've always been a nerd, right? Like I've I've always felt like that's like where I it's like my tribe like like if I it's what I fall into or whatever like be it like about music be it about you know video games or whatever mm-hmm. and so when I saw when I like see people that are like nerds in air quotes in air quotes but they only in like there's something about assigning yourself that identity. But never going beyond the surface level of what things are in that particular space. So it's like, oh, I love video games. I play Mario and Zelda and Smash Brothers. Right. And it's like, motherfucker, why don't you play like, I don't know, something like even like like a Super Meat Boy or Shovel Knight or like, you know, fucking uh, Dead Cells or something like something like a li- like slightly deeper that is the thing you like. But there's like this this kind of like class of of people within that that it's like you're not digging actually deeper into the art form or like what it has to offer. Okay, 
I understand what you're saying. It's like being a metalhead and only listening to Metallica and Got it. Iron Maiden. I understand what you're saying. I'm gonna play Devil's Advocate. Let's hear it. <laughs> uh I think that <laughs> sometimes the the Legend of Zelda is a is the big one. That's their big nostalgic like I played this with my friends all summer and and I have the a, a little special connection to it. Who, who are you speaking about? I mean literally that is something that I did one summer. No, I know. But also like imagine if you're like 10 and all you played was Mario with your dad, you know. And then you you kind of want to get a picture with Mario or like you kind of want to like go see the the theme park or whatever. I feel like I feel like you're just being being a little bit of a hater. Okay, no, like but, I But also like I get it. It's like really only Legend of Zelda. But it's like okay, well we're at the Nintendo store. <laughs> no, I mean and those Here are it is. Listen, those are those are very valid memories and you know, I have I think I think you know, that's like the other side of the coin. I have, you know, I have many of the same ones. Like me and my dad exactly. would play Zelda and you know, we'd play Mario and stuff. Except I kept growing up. I kept making new memories with newer <laughs> games, and I kept diving deeper and deeper into what mm. what there is out there. And yeah, you think it's like if you're just like coming in and you're like, oh, remember Legend of Zelda? Like, I love those games and only those games. <laughs> like I, I certain like there's certain stuff that like I get nostalgic about, like the Ninja Turtles games and stuff like that. Mm. But I don't, I don't understand like living in nostalgia. I guess so. I it's it's like it's uh, that, and and that kind of applies to a bunch of different things. Where I I don't understand the I'm going to just live in the nostalgia, or I'm just that's just going to be like part of my regular life, as opposed to things that are more current that I can be into mm. that still kind of scratch that itch or whatever. Like even like the the emo festival or whatever. It's like mm. yeah, it's cool, but like I don't know. I want to support current bands also yeah hmm. so when i when i look at boogie uh <laughs> and he's got you know his legend of zelda fucking shield behind him and you know mm-hmm. his, his pixel mario or whatever it's just like brother man let's let's keep it moving <laughs> i guess so but it, it's a widely popular and beloved franchise so I, you know yeah, I, no i know how but do it's... you relate to a lot of people you know <laughs> I too loved the game, you know. It's it's hard not to love the game. I don't love the <laughs> fandom. I don't love when people's only stop on a train is the first one. Right. They're not they're not venturing further into Or they're like taking pictures. They like have the link shirt. They took the picture with the big link at the thing, but like they've never played Majora's Mask or something. And you're like, yeah. "What are you doing?" Like, "What? Okay. Like we get it. This is it. You're not you're not like you like the idea of it, but you're not a you're a you're a uh, window shopper. Yeah, it kind of sounds like me a little bit, though. <laughs> is that is that why you're? I mean, I it it I don't I don't like. It feels a little gatekeepy to be like, oh, oh, you I'm... can. <laughs> you're like, oh, this, I absolutely. Oh, am I am gatekeeping. <laughs> no, Get for out. sure. <laughs> Well, it's just like I don't know. Like I, it, you there? Name three albums. <laughs> I okay. I don't. I don't think I'm gatekeeping. But like, no. What what I feel like I'm trying to do is like, 
any in in whatever it is music movies games whatever if i can open a door for someone and and be like look at all this stuff in here i want i want as many people to enter that door Mm. and see what i'm seeing more than um more than uh, keeping people out being like more people in my in my club dude let's like Gross. I don't know. I think I think Lane should be the fucking biggest anime ever. Right. I think not. give give Lane a pachinko machine. No. I don't give a shit. Like <laughs> give Lane fucking you would not ramen don't, don't say that candy. though cuz you would be like these guys don't understand it. These guys are posers. I mean like I there's there's a <sighs> It's okay to have hater mentality. No, like I I think if if people are are trying to engage with something and like they don't fully understand it, I think that's totally cool. Because there's a lot of shit that, like, I there's a lot of lane I don't fully understand. True. You know what I mean? And like, I I, I think like I, I embrace the, I think I think engaging with something and trying to understand it is a beautiful thing. Yes. I I really, uh, and this might I don't know if this sounds counter to everything I just said, but like, I try and well I you know what I don't think it does. I really uh, I try to embrace being aware that i don't know everything and because i and i and i i take pride in that i i would i would never i would never position myself as an expert on something Mm. i would just position myself as you know there's there's certain things that have been have brought me a lot of uh i don't know joy and and happiness or whatever and i want to share that with others and i want to keep i want to keep finding the new stuff yeah. I don't like people like I, I guess like if I were to boil it down, I don't like the idea of being like, you know what? I'm good here and I'm going to not explore anymore from here. Right. It's like it's like same thing with video games. Same thing with like the 40 year old metal guys who do not listen to any new music. Yeah. There's like, a reason the Nintendo store is like absolutely the most crowded place on the planet. And like su- Super Potato was like pretty empty all things considered yeah and it's like you know i mean i get it it's like that's and it's also like you know a ki- someone who they're like video like being into games or whatever isn't part of their identity but they you know they know mario and they know link and that's what they play and yeah you know, I, I, that's totally cool too but it's like i don't know i feel like if you're if, if there's some part of you that you're either consciously or, or or if you if you recognize that there's a part of you that you're you're sort of uh actively participating in like quote unquote nerd stuff and you're not like diving deeper i'm it's just kind of like why not yeah oh okay why not why not go all in it's a confusion it's like a it's like a like what's the point are you just are you just um are you just window shopping like are you just uh or people watching you know yeah are you are you posing are you just uh are you just like this is what you do when you come to Japan? You got to check out the Pokemon Center, and then you don't buy anything, or you buy something because you feel guilty or something. Anyway, so, so where we, we went left to off. We went to the <laughs> we went to the Pokemon Center. Speaking of which, we went to several Pokemon centers, and I was under the impression that there would be every Pokemon at the Pokemon centers. Yeah. So the Pokemon has like a, a line of plushies called. I think it's in America, it's the sitting cuties. Mm. And then in Japan, it's called Pokemon Fit. Mm. And so this allows them to have a plushie of, of all the Pokemon up to, I think, Gen 5. 
Like That's all weird. of them. Yeah, so you can get Squirtle or War Turtle or mm. Blastoise or, you know, so on and so forth. I kind of this is something I do where I feel like I, I say something a little ridiculous or like really goofy as like a, <laughs> as a bit and it becomes like a real thing. Like yes. well, life we, canon. <laughs> well we went to when we went to Disney World, I kept making a bit, I was like, I just want to meet Stitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like when Stitch appeared, I was like, All right, we gotta go meet him. Yeah. And so leading up to the the Japan you were like surely they don't have stitch yeah so and then <laughs> and then and there's a there's a photo exists of me with stitch that yes. we will post <laughs> um so as a bit from john's disney face <laughs> from J- yeah oh, <laughs> boy <sighs> um so leading up to the japan trip i i had a running bit with julie where i i would just be like hey julie i need you to start dictating uh you would start reading off like, okay, can you open your your notes app and uh, get add this to the list of Pokemon I want? Crobat, Zubat, Golbat, Golbat. <laughs> and I'm just and for some reason the 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 bats the bat family was very funny to me. So I was like, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna see if I can get a Crobat or a Golbat or a Zubat. When I tell you we went to six <laughs> Pokemon centers across. Uh, across the continent across the continent <laughs> like we went to the one in um osaka as well right i think kyoto or in kyoto sorry and no we we did go to the one in osaka i think we did yeah okay. we fucking did oh my god because there was a parko there too yeah yeah oh god i forgot um which by the way Three i cities. was under the un- under the impression that there would be one pokemon center <sighs> like that there would be one. No, the the demand is is crazy. There were several, and we went to most of them. Also, my Pikachu was had just been released, so I mean it was busy. Can you explain what my Pikachu is? So it, there's like a new line of Pokemon uh, of Pikachu plushies that are all uniquely uh, identical, or in some way. So like they'll have. Cocked ears. Well, or no, like they're they're sad uniquely faces. different. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. What did I say? You said uniquely identical. You oh. <laughs> I was like, which that's not. A... <laughs> which is just Adrela. That's an oxymoron. Yeah, that's an oxymoron. Sorry. Uh, they are all they're all uniquely different in different features, different ears, different sized arms and legs. Tails. And so people were just like digging in different expressions is the big one, right? So you got sad Pikachu, you got sleepy Pikachu. Stuffed Pikachu. Yeah, like, just like he just meal. ate a big meal. Happy. Yeah, it was But like realistically there were there had to be a, a set number of of options. So but people were like digging through to find like the one they wanted. Yeah. You know, and comparing. <laughs> And so people would have baskets just full of Pikachu. Full of Pikachu. Which was like we kind of we kind of touched on this like in the last episode, but something about being in Japan really normalizes like okay, I'm 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 going to buy a bunch of plushies. Yes. Like it's yes. very it is very normal. So while we didn't find Crobat, Zubat or Golbat at any of the Pokémon centers, which, you know, I was a little sh- I was shocked. I bummed. I would thought I would have thought that there would've been this giant wall. <laughs> And you could have just asked for any Pokemon, and they would have given it to <laughs> they you. Would've, they would have gone and back and brought it out. Yes. Uh, which, I, I don't know. We didn't ask. We didn't. It was mayhem because of my Pikachu. So we didn't ask any, anybody for It was definitely, <laughs> yeah, it, it seemed like, so they had a lot of the Gen 1 stuff. I feel like the Gen, 
It was like it was picked over. They would have like a huge shelf for Gen One, and then Gen Two was maybe like two small sections, and then they went to Gen Three and so on and so on. So for some reason, like uh, you know, I don't know if it's like just like the productions like not big right now for the Gen Two stuff, aside from like some of like the more popular ones, but but it was clearly they were just pushing my Pikachu like. It was, oh yeah it was everywhere it was it was mad i mean it seemed to be working because and our uh our friend levy said that they sold out pretty in- instantly when like they the initially first came round, out yeah so. the first round was way more popular than they anticipated but hey we did we did get a bunch of uh pokemon plushies because i am a addict <laughs> john got a couple i got uh, a bonsley yes. altaria torterra slowking uh munchlax munchlax and mimikyu yeah so not full meatball mode <laughs> but still pretty pretty still more plushies than we have space for <laughs> we have space for and oh. no, nothing too big because like you know we didn't, we didn't get any nice, huge plushies the nice part about the this line is that you can they're, get they're like pretty reasonable size they're, they're very little yeah so like you could feasibly like make like a whole a nice long shelf of tiny plushies yeah it's like a great idea and i think the whole point is that they're supposed to be able to sit sit up yeah you can <laughs> just some place them and and they can sit yeah you know i noticed not uh floppy you know i started noticing i've been thinking about plushies like kind of uh in a general like in a bigger sense lately mm-hmm. like why do i like plushies yeah and i, and I know i started noticing Squishy. like um We've run a on the the site I work at. We've run a couple stories about how the singer of Cannibal Corpse is like big into buying plushies and is big into like crane games and, and mm. stuff, and he donates a lot of them to like hospitals. Right. And you know, while we were in Japan, I also noticed similar similar like uh, I don't know um, archetype guys like me who are like sort of they look like kind of metal guys, but like we're also getting plushies or like cute stuff. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's something about I, I don't know if it's like a brain thing or what, where it's you have to getting the most extreme thing to like experience like that emotion mm. where it's like if I if I'm like angry or something, you know, listening to super heavy music mm-hmm. or like there's something about a very cute thing that I don't know if it's bringing happiness or hmm. positivity or, or what have you. But I feel like there's there's something there in my. Whatever it does to my my mental state of just like having a having a little plushie and just like and getting to hold it, it's probably it. very similar to like holding like a, a small animal. That's true. Because it's like you know soft, little. You got to be gentle. <laughs> yeah. You can like squish it, hug it. Oh, I know? I can definitely squish uh, that guy over there. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking at her cat and I'm thinking, oh, same yeah. same thing. Oh yeah, let's you know? let's squish him. <laughs> Squish that cat. <laughs> so, uh, so the Pokemon Center very overwhelming. But the reason we went to the Pokemon Center this first time is because we had uh, the hottest ticket in town, reservation for two <laughs> at Le Pokemon Cafe. The Pokemon Cafe. The Pokemon Cafe. Yes, and also I think we were one of the first rounds to get Pikachu's new uh, outfit. Yeah. Which I guess is like a Chinese New Year type look. Which I, I, I don't specifically okay, like all right, Johnny I'm guessing it's Johnny like, ignorant here. 
knowing that uh, Chinese New Year happens what February or Lunar wait yeah Lunar New Year sorry <laughs> Lunar New Year he's he's wearing um and I was trying to find if there was like a name for it so there's like part of the Pokemon Cafe experience is that Pikachu will eventually come out sometimes he's in his little chef get up yeah okay Lunar New Year is February I'm not a I'm not a dumbass okay thank God. <laughs> But it was some sort of, I think it was some sort of Chinese celebration. To all my Chinese friends out there who are going to razz me inevitably, uh, <laughs> please please let me know why there would be a, a Chinese Pikachu in October. In October. There's also, like, there's also, like, Chinese, like, like soup bowls with, like, Pikachu on it. Right. And, and that kind of, like, dim sum gear. Yeah. <laughs> Tim some gear <laughs> but yeah so we we were the first to see pikachu's new uh new new garm garms garb <laughs> um so we get there uh, i was i was a little panicked so the way that if you recall in a previous episode our our horrors at the uh the ghibli museum yeah. ticketing system um i decided to go on fiverr and uh just get someone you, you can you can get a japan resident to reserve you a ticket for you know a fee nominal fee <laughs> nominal fee so i was like you know what please do that i'd like to go to the pokemon cafe without having to do having to wake up at yeah. 5 a.m and deal with this horrible system so we did uh i was still anxious that like for maybe, some reason it was maybe a scam it was a scam yeah. you know and and so when we when we uh showed our ticket there's definitely like a long a long sort of like looking at the email <laughs> type situation yeah but we were good it was we were good, good. it was all right <sighs> sigh of relief yes um and then john proceeded to order one of everything <laughs> i did not order one of everything we, we got to our table no nah. um we so they give you like a, a placemat with a different pokemon on it mm -hmm. you got a paw me and i got uh, you got the whale. I got this. I forget what the whale's name is right now. I think it's like a very new Pokemon. Yes. Like I think he came out either. But he was everywhere. The the whale. <laughs> yeah. Like was I he? feel like I saw him like at multiple points during the trip. Interesting. I de I definitely feel like Pommy has has kind of, like they're trying to push him. Yeah, I'm not a big Pommy head. So you get a coaster at these cafes. For every drink you order. Uh, for every drink you order. Lots of like little free things. There was a game, like a like a flip the card game. Every, I don't think you could lose that game. No, I, I don't think it was like here, play this. I think it was like, hey, you ordered this many drinks. Go ahead you're and gonna flip. get a you're gonna get a coaster. Yeah. yeah. So we got we got four coasters because we ordered four drinks. Yeah, we got two so unlike unlike the Pokemon Center, if you order a latte they'll do any pokemon <sighs> as the latte art <sighs> so what did you get i got crobat yeah oh, so that's how we got crobat <laughs> we at least got the crobat latte <laughs> <laughs> i think i think and they I just got a snorlax i think they like laser him into the foam yeah it's it's very like stamped on there so what did what did we eat we got the we got the snorlax uh meal meal which comes in a snorlax bowl they're and they're out of the Snorlax bowls for you to purchase, unfortunately. Could not get the bowl. Uh, and then there, we also got a Gengar smoothie, we which did. would recommend. It was it was probably the best uh, tasting thing of the. I think. Listen, you're not spoiler. You're not going there for the food. 
the the Snorlax thing was fine. But, but like I've heard I've heard people say that and like it wasn't bad. Like, no, it, it wasn't was bad. Like it was like pretty pretty much like good. <laughs> it's like rice, you know, rice and uh, <laughs> and vegetables. Yeah, and chicken. I think. Yes, yeah, so we got. Uh, I found a photo of you drinking your latte. Yes. Um, <laughs> I think you also got an additional drink. If we got four. Uh, I four also coasters. got there. There were like oh, soda got, beverages. You got yeah. You got the soda beverage, and we also got a parfait. And we got parfait, the parfait was pretty good, and the parfait was bomb. Yeah, it's definitely you could definitely just do like coffee and desserts. Like I don't think you really have to eat, but like everyone just kind of hangs out <laughs> for the. Uh, for the the show yeah which is if you're happy and you know it by the way <laughs> so once once like all the main like they, they're kind of like all right last call on the food because the star of the show chef pikachu makes his uh makes his grand appearance yeah and he boy yeah and he it's, had moves it's, it's a whole little like walk around do the little dance do the song learn the song Clearly, yeah. The whole thing's in Japanese, even though I would say ninety-five percent of the it's, restaurant was. <laughs> it's a it, well. His uh, the tune was a universal one, I'd say. Yes. Which was bop 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 clop clop. <laughs> um. So we're uh, also clop, clop. if you could visualize this. So we're in the corner, like there's we're, a we're, there's we're the a corner there's of the aisle, space. Yeah. Okay. And then there's kind of an open area. And you're like, this is where Pikachu is coming for sure, right? Where everyone can see him. And we are right next. And to... we are just the only table. I I was a little confused. I was like, where is everybody? It was right. not packed. It was not packed. That was that was very weird to me. Was that like the 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 limited number of tables that uh, they reserve out? It it seemed pretty sparse. Pretty sparse. But I wonder if that's like COVID related or like if, they, if they're just not ready to be at capacity yet keep or... uh just just keep like the the reservation list closed just to make it seem popping yeah maybe under that, under fill it weird to me but yeah i i imagine i mean like and I, I guess i appreciate it because i don't know i, I don't like fucking being in a packed ass yeah. pokemon cafe so we're in the corner pikachu you know comes out waves at everybody walks down the aisle we're at the very end of this aisle. We're the only table there, and so he, you know, he waves at us, mm-hmm. which is cool. Yeah, and then and then has to like turn back to like perform to everybody else. But then he would occasionally not forget about the two he weirdos would, in the corner. He would <laughs> and turn back to make sure that we were also stamping our feet, yeah, clapping our hands. He would. <laughs> <laughs> that would so when the when the song happened, right? It, he, I, it, it couldn't. All right, here, like I, my my mind went to two places. One, he did, he wanted to make sure everyone was included yes. as like a he or she, whoever is behind, who's ever. That's Pikachu. Pikachu is uh, a a man a, of the people, a, a, a <laughs> electric mouse of the people. Uh, either that, or whoever was under the mask thought it was very funny that yes. we were there. Yes, because we. Like even though we, it was, we have no children, <laughs> it, we have no children, and even though it was mostly tourists, yeah, we were still pretty fucking weird looking. I'd say it was very similar, actually, to the Stitch experience. <laughs> it was because 
even though even it's it and and the disney experience in general where like if you go to disney as an adult they will still like the people in character aren't gonna like give you less because you're an adult no. and pikachu did not give us less because we were two adults sitting in the, at so, the pokemon cafe so it felt like felt like we were the only ones in the pokemon cafe it was great we were getting a private private show. private performance by <laughs> by the big man as he it, was I would urging us it. to clap I would recommend it was it. it was so much fun like i felt like a big child yeah in, in a way that i don't know in a way i i don't typically yeah, even even doing man child stuff, that I don't. May, that doesn't make you feel awful at the end of it. <laughs> yeah, like, I was ugh. I was dying laughing. It was just it was ridiculous and very fun. Just a right good time. And a right good time. Um, and then he made his round to where all the kids were. Thankfully, yeah. Because I was like, I just feel a little bad that we were taking a kid's <laughs> spot, you know. But they sat us there, so they did. And it, they you know, put it, us on the other side of the partition. <laughs> it seemed like it seemed like Pikachu spent a good time with all the. Yeah. All the uh for sure. The kids and such. Next day, uh we followed up our our Pokemon Cafe experience with uh you know, a little more kind of a mature cafe experience, I'd say. You know, it was definitely like hidden in a in a little a, in a tower. <laughs> a little more advanced, you know, a little more heady, a little more cerebral. I'm talking of course of the uh the Final Fantasy 14 Aorza Cafe. Yeah, which part you of the Paella Resorts. You were pretty uh adamant about going to so where where'd you hear about this because i think think maybe from friend of the pod jonathan c got it okay i think i think he maybe uh put me onto it initially like when i was sort of like beginning to Mm. plan the pokemon or the japan trip the pokemon Pokemon trip trip. (laughs) um you know because i was i knew that the pokemon cafe existed and i was kind of curious what other cafes existed um, I know that there are some that are kind of on a uh, they're like the permanent ones. So like, there's a Pokemon Cafe, there's a Kirby Cafe, which we did not go to because we're not Kirby heads. Right. Um, not surprisingly. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, and I would have gone though. I, you know what? Like, I don't like Mario. Mario and Link, I think, are like the focus of like my. Okay. I don't know your hatred. My for, uh... my hater. My <laughs> haterness. Yeah, Kirby and all the Animal Crossing guys and everyone else in the Nintendo family, Pikachu, they're fine. It's okay, they're fine. Anyway, um, <laughs> you know, so I know that there are, there's permanent ones and there's like temporary ones where, uh, you know, there are like pop ups or whatever. Um, but I don't know. I wanted to go to the uh, the Final Fantasy Cafe. It is uh, it is so. I guess there's like it's called like Paella Resorts. Um, and so there's, they have like concept of, for, I guess, different media properties. Like there's like a dragon quest right? Okay. cafe. Uh, I, I guess dragon quest is a lot more popular in Japan than it is here. Right. Like it's, I've never heard of it. It's like a, it's like an RPG and it's, it's always kind of been like second fiddle to like, uh, final fantasy. Mm. Um, so they had, so the final fantasy Aorza cafe uh, specifically themed around 14 which is the online game like the mmo and so we get there we line up waiting for our time um and it's all neckbeards it's all you're so terrible <laughs> <laughs> not everyone <laughs> that's not true <laughs> no i'm kidding uh but <laughs> it was it was uh it's just so mean <laughs> 
No, I mean it was uh you know, it was it was It was all Taurus. It was all Taurus. Come on. In in shorts and yeah. uh utility hats and you know, talking about tanking and doing DPS and all of their, mm. their raids and stuff. Admittedly, they are they are f- clearly more uh you know, I'll I'll come clean here. Like I, I played Final Fantasy fourteen a bunch during the pandemic. I have not not maxed out a character so no. i am a i am a pose dog I'm and i not, have never played so you've never played it so it i was, was very unfamiliar but i was like i'll go it sounds fun i guess my my husband's dragging me to this I'll, i was like i'd rather go to the final fantasy cafe than a maid cafe <laughs> so we'll, we'll get into that in a bit um so we get we go in it is very small mm. it was uh it was like kind of surprisingly small because it's well i don't know i, I couldn't it was hard for me to tell like what the average capacity was like in terms of like if you could just walk in. Right. Didn't really seem like it. Like it seemed like all the tables were pretty full and I had to mm-hmm. I had to make a reservation ahead of time. Mm-hmm. Um so sort of a similar thing where like you order a drink, they give you a coaster. You pick out uh, a, a class. A class at the beginning that you want to take. I think so you I, get that coaster. I think I picked Dark Knight and I think you picked Summoner. I don't remember. Um <laughs> So we got those coasters, and then every drink you order, you get a coaster. So, uh, well, there's no like character gimmick at this cafe, like with the Pokemon Cafe. There's no show. There's no big cactar, no big there's Tom the, Barrier yeah, Chocobo. No, yeah, exactly. Wait, before we before we go in, like, what is your so your your exposure to Final Fantasy? I think at this point has been Kingdom Hearts, because there's crossover Final Fantasy characters in that, mm. and then Final Fantasy: The Spirits Within. Oh, right. Well, we, we did watch that, and that, but I played as a as a kid on the PS2. There was a Final Fantasy game. Oh, so you probably played ten, something like that. What What was uh the barrier for me was it was too hard. God, it's it's not. I, it's I, a pretty I hard was, game. I was pretty young when it came out, and I didn't know what I was supposed to do next. Which is a theme, by the way, in my life. <laughs> that i didn't know what to do next and so i stopped playing xyz game you never you never went on like game faqs no you think i was allowed on the internet (laughs) do you think i knew that i could look it up on the internet as a 10 year old or whatever i was i mean i was definitely on the internet way too young but like the concept of forums were like chef's kiss yeah 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 but like the the idea of like go on a forum to like look up what to do next had like not really like hit when we were (laughs) when we were like gaming (laughs) as uh as young people so if it if you couldn't figure it out and some of those games were really hard and final fantasy was one of those like uh like if I remember right, it was a little repetitive. Well, where it's, you'd go into the battle sequence. Yeah, then you you either fight or use magic or use an item. It's yes. like Pokemon. And it was a turn based. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So what were you, what were your impressions of the space? I thought it was cute. I think it, I think it like uh, uh, tapped into that sort of like I like medieval stuff. Like it was weapons on the wall. Yeah. It was giving, um, <laughs> like, uh, uh, cantina vibes. Okay. Like, you going to the... Yeah, the Star like, Wars. Like, you're in the world. You're going to yeah. the cantina. You're going to the pub or whatever it's called in the game. Final Fantasy's art style, at least for the for 14, I think it rides this kind of nice middle point between 
the medieval stuff, but then also it's it's like sort of industrial of like a weird kind of alien energy kind of deal. So you have, you know, like the like heavy machinery kind of set against like this uh, sort of old. <laughs> medieval setting and, and everything i'll say this if there wasn't like a chocobo and like some of the characters the recognizable Moogles. characters and then like the coasters then it could have been a pirate bar <laughs> like it could have been a pirate cafe <laughs> yeah it could have do you like a do you like the word moogle yeah i love it the the, the the kind of fairy looking like big guys yeah yeah moogle so uh you order yeah, your food <laughs> you order your food on ipad um we start ordering or you know we're we're kind of well it was you got a free drink so you, we picked we picked our free drink out right picked your free drink figured out like what we do for an appetizer so while this is happening uh there's an there's an announcement both in japanese and english that uh they they have a lottery yeah because there's a there's like a kind of cas- there's a casino in the game mm. that you can go to um totally forgetting like i'm I'm totally blanking on what's called right now but they have like a, a big casino where you can kind of like i don't First know I guess, place second place third place right and so uh they they've copied this experience to the real life uh cafe i have, I have to look this up because it's it's, <laughs> it's clearly bothering you so they're like announcing numbers like table numbers and we hear ours in the Japanese version. We were like, "Did we win something?" Right. So, they, so the the first prizes are, uh, I think someone gets like a coaster and then a a limited edition placemat that you can only get. Right. You know, so it all sounds like kind of like small, like kind of you know trinkets. Trinkets. More coasters. How many fucking coasters did we get? We got we got a lot. I think we ended up with like over ten coasters from various cafes. Yeah. Oh, the cacked pot lottery. Right. That's what they called it. Yeah, the lottery. Grand prize is a giant dessert sponge cake on the house. Yeah. Uh now, <laughs> Julie, how many how many times have you won first place in a giveaway in your life? Once. What would you win? I won a gift basket once. Really? Yes. <laughs> it was it was the first prize. It was one of those basket lotteries, you know. And you won the the biggest one. Where I won a basket. A basket. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not 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 the big All basket. Right. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. All right. So we won first place. <laughs> I've never won a giveaway like that in my life and we win first place for the Cackpot lottery and we're kind of, and I They was, come Okay, listen. They come on the thing and they say if you if you win first place, it's really for groups of 5 or more. Because of the size of the dessert, you can turn it, and then they say something else, and I wasn't paying attention, but I remember hearing that the dessert was quite large, and then they even came over to us, and they were like, the dessert is quite large, <laughs> quite big, and and they made it a shape with their hands that was like, you know, it's like a whole cake, <laughs> and John goes, yes, we do want it. <laughs> I absolutely want it. Because he was stoked that he won. I was stoked. And listen, the cake was great. It was absolutely too big. <laughs> it was gigantic. Um, it, you can't. I don't think you can order it on the menu. You can't get it. So it's like two scoops of ice cream, uh, easily like uh, 
five pieces, like slices of like five by five cake. So it's like, it, you know, it's like a whole thing. All this cornflakes, uh, decorations yeah, corn on flakes. top, coins, chocolate coins. And, you know, congratulations or something was written on it. It was a honey cake. So it was really sweet. It was very sweet. Uh, and we quickly realized that we were not going to be able to eat it all. There was a little piece of me that thought maybe I could. We absolutely we, not. We did pretty good. You know the the scene from Matilda. That's what it felt like, but towards the end, yeah, where they're like, "Eat the cake." It's very. We left in shame. We left in shame. Uh, as we ordered basically nothing. We ordered. I think I think our bill was like. Fourteen dollars or something because we got two drinks and a meat bun. Two, two, yeah, okay, yeah, we got the meat bun too, which was pretty good. Yeah, uh, the food we did have was pretty good. The I drink, th- the drink was terrible. I'm sorry. Oh, it was terrible. Mine was okay. It was, I think, it was sickeningly, sicking, sickeningly sweet. Got it. All right. And well, then on top of the cake, it was like, oh my god, that was so much sugar. That was probably the most sugar I've I've had in my life since maybe freshman year of college when i would go meatball mode on the dough donuts <laughs> and i would order four donuts and not tell anyone even in my dorm so yeah um Did i ever tell you about that I, yes you have all right but also like um i think fully they they don't want you to order they don't want to give to make the cake they don't want to make the cake i don't think they did either it was i felt they want you to they want to say, oh, you two won the cake, and you go, oh no 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 no, <laughs> we're not going to eat a whole cake. Thank you so well, much. Well, if it if it was like, we'll hey, take the coaster. If it, I mean, if that if that was offered, like, hey, you can either get the cake or like you know, a couple I'm sure coasters. We could have asked for for a smaller prize. <sighs> it did not. <laughs> but seem... I think we got caught up in the moment. I I definitely listen. I I haven't won. I haven't won too many giveaways in my life, so I was definitely like, "Yeah, give me the, give me the, I'm, I'm the winner. I won. <laughs> yeah. I'm the winner. <laughs> me, the guy who hasn't beaten all the expansions yet. Yeah. Number one fan here. And and clearly, we were getting all the attention. All the people sitting near us were like, "Did you win?" I was, I we was were flexing. Like, yeah. I was standing on my chair. And then quickly, quickly, it became shame. <laughs> Once, once it Cake came shame. out. Cake shame. <laughs> so we, we, I would say we finished probably like two thirds of it. There were, yeah, there was a lot of cake left, but. And like the many videos have, have taught us, it is rude to leave food. So we quickly got up and. We left in a tizzy. Yeah. <laughs> in a sugar, uh, sugar coma. <laughs> yeah. Did not, uh, did not cop any souvenirs at the Final Fantasy mini little kiosk there i thought about getting a little plushie but i was like you know what i'm already at like four plushies right now so (laughs) yeah um so that was kind of our cafe experience we did try to go to a maid uh it wasn't a maid dreaming it was uh at home cafe at home cafe which these these complexes are huge yeah and we were trying to go on a saturday night or a friday night it was popping, like needed a reservation type of type of vibe. It was so like the at home cafe complex. Should we should we should we back up and and discuss our 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 thoughts and uh, hesitation initially? Well, I think that's built into it because 
there was a little part of us that wanted to go to a maid cafe just right. to see what it was about, yeah. just to get a, just to get a sense of it. But at the same time, we're walking around Akihabara at night, uh, and there's uh, what would you call them? Like otaku. Th- there's like maids standing out and like oh yeah, they're yeah they're people advertising for their respective cafes because there were so many to choose from different themes yeah there there are a lot of different it was like made cafes and um care like i think just like you they, they call them like concept cafes generally so like there were uh different themings like there was one we passed by that was just called and i think like the tout when when, when we walked by her she made like a metal she made like a metal voice when she saw me yeah oh which was funny <laughs> um and the when we we like looped around and we saw the name of the concept cafe and it was called alcoholic yeah which was which is insane yeah searching like googling alcoholic tokyo yeah it's just a very funny combo of search <laughs> terms um so <sighs> it felt weird it felt a little weird it's it quickly became I am uncomfortable. Like um there was I'm not I'm not that real. I'm, I'm not, not that, that much real. of a head. I was just not there yet. I was looking for kind of the the tourist light experience. So like these bigger cafes felt like if we were gonna do it, yeah, let's at, do Maid Dream and let's do at home. at home. Like these were like huge uh complexes. But we got in line for one, and it was like, oh, the seventh floor is like pretty open right now. <laughs> Everything else is an hour wait. <laughs> it's like, okay, yeah. So I, let's I did... try the seventh floor. And then the we're standing in line, and there's like, it's, it becomes clear. <laughs> so there's a there's a guy going around check. Like everyone pulls out what looks like. Like like the equivalent of like a coffee like multiple visit stamp card, but yes. for the maid cafe where like they have like a membership card. Yes, this was a members only room. And I was like, oh, we don't have a card. It was like, oh, you don't have a reservation. Oh yeah, this is reservation only. He said you don't have an invitation. Oh, it was invite only. No, I mean I think that's like the I think that's like the, the that's Disney. the that's the catch. No, I think it's like Disney I, talk. I believe it was a celebration for a specific maid's uh like like anniversary of working. Interesting. And okay. This was like their party. Okay. And so repeat customers were the invited guy, back. The guy who talked to us, it was I don't know why, but he, he looked like like an eighties like I don't know why I kept I kept thinking of like an '80s like greaser guy with like the slick back hair. Yes, very put together. Very put together. It was just like it, it was like a like a like he looked like he was like what like a jet like if uh if Karate Kid was all Japanese people right like he was like one of the uh the cool kids in it or something. Yes, it's very funny. And so then we 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 decided to check downstairs, but the line was very. Just a like, massive line. Something funny about Japan is just like how accessible all the staircases are. And like, so some of them will be like outside. Yeah. Which is, I don't know. It's like very. You're like standing on the emergency exit, basically. Yeah. Just, <laughs> it's it's get in. very vibey. Yeah. <laughs> very vibey. So we took it as a sign from, uh, I don't know. <laughs> the powers that be. The powers that be that uh, just, don't, just don't. This was not going to happen. It's not going to happen. At least it wasn't going to happen that night. 
Um, and if we wanted to do it, we'd probably have to make a reservation. But also, I, it was like, there, we, we kept passing them, like, other cafes we could have gone to. And it was just... They felt very. You were like, you were a little skeeved out by. I got a little skeeved out. I'm not gonna lie, and I feel bad saying that because I know it's that like they're not all skeevy things, but it's just like the type of people that were like stopping to talk to like these like cute young girls on the street that were like all dressed up in their little outfits. I was like, this is weird. <laughs> yeah, I think the I think like the This might be a bridge too far for me at this present moment. <laughs> the guy the guys that were talking to the touts, I think, was was kind of like the it was like the snap back to reality. Oh, there goes gravity. <laughs> oh, be rabbit, don't don't go to the mate cafe. Yeah. Be. And there's that I guess the but it's just I there's it's not like a sexy show in any way, but it is like it's a uh, girls dressed up, and that's the appeal. I mean, listen, you're you're going to a place where you're paying a woman to. But it also felt like a scam, too, a little bit. Where it's like upcharged, where it's like, yeah, you have to like pay for like a door fee, and yeah, no, I mean, it's okay. So like, like we were gonna end up paying out of pocket big for something awkward and unremarkable probably yeah so there's probably two two types of people that go to this right there's there's the how is this a thing i'm not from this place this is let's let's see how bizarre this is Mm -hmm. which we fall into and probably a lot of other tourists and then there's like if you if you i mean like i imagine the people that go to it sincerely it's like i want to uh i want to have that feeling of i don't know like what if you call it like uh some sort of like i don't know if it's intimacy but like when you're when you're talking to somebody and they're talking to you i mean obviously like i don't know i what... think it, it i think it creeps into the sort of idol uh yeah what do you call it like uh idol fandom right where it's like you you have a you sort of have like a rapport with like the maid and you have like somewhat of a relationship with them they'll recognize you if you come to all their shows yeah it's like it's it's very like i can I have this kind of parasocial relationship with. Right. Like I I can feel like I'm in a relationship with this woman, even though we're not. And you know, it's not anything beyond that, but you know, and I, I mean like, look, like I, I think, I don't know. I think, I think loneliness is a major problem in our country. I don't know if that's necessarily like the answer because I think it's, uh, because it is still parasocial. It is still parasocial <laughs> and it's still like a transactional thing. Yeah. I don't know what the answer is to that. Like I think about that a lot where it's like. Where it's like, oh, we should just do this thing instead. And it's like, I don't know, man. There's kind of like more complicated than that. You know, and like obviously. simple answer. I mean, you hear a lot about, you know, the declining birth rate in Japan. I mean, I guess there's a declining birth rate everywhere. But like, you know, yeah. there's definitely like a loneliness epidemic happening and so like i think that to some degree it's a way to you know um fight it but i don't know like you know like it's i'm not i'm not i don't want to like i'm uh, not smart enough to fully understand like the (laughs) yeah the ins and outs of the uh i do wish we had experienced it firsthand just a little bit so i could get a better idea of it of like what it was like what it is inside the door (laughs) because i just felt like i was I was just like on the outside looking in a little bit, trying to suss it out. But 
my my feeling was I don't know if I can do this. <laughs> we we definitely got psyched but out of it. I got psyched out. So if you're if you have experiences with made cafes and think that they're overwhelmingly positive in any way, yeah. I'm not shitting on it. Yeah, no, like but... I think it's I think it's one of those things where it just felt uh just felt a little outside of our comfort zone and in, in terms of Yeah. It's also just like, you know, we, we have such a limited time where it's like is this thing that I feel a little uncomfortable about? Is that what I necessarily want to like, do? Want to do? Yeah. Know, carve out time for maybe next time. Do a little more research. And this happened later in our trip, but the only other uh, I think theme cafe we went to, the latter half of our trip was the Cinema Roll Cafe. Yes. Which was a delight. Just a delight. <laughs> and you said something that uh, resonated a little bit was that he. There were once. there were people that were just hanging at the there was just like a guy at the cinnamon roll cafe just having his little dinner and just lo- just having a, a delightful time by himself. <laughs> yeah, there there were, there were fellows, there were ladies, there were many people, uh, many locals just at the cinnamon roll cafe where you know you have like a two top where you're sitting and then there's a big cinnamon roll plush on the other side of you. You're like this guy's just having dinner with cinnamon roll before he like heads home for the night. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like in a weird location. It's like it's in, in, a, in a it's in a mall. In a mall, a lot of the, the malls in Japan are make ours look like dog shit. Yeah, boy, we're doing malls wrong. Yeah, um, yeah, the food there was. I think we just got desserts, maybe a couple bev- bevies. Yeah, we got a. I got a coffee and a parfait. Right, and I think I got did, a Sunday. You did a little dessert. It was great. Very uh, cute. I love cinema roll. Very low key, also. Yeah, very low key. Very the other cafe experiences. Yeah. <sighs> um. Anyway, so following our uh, Final Fantasy uh, <laughs> cafe cafe trip, uh, I believe that's when we went to Kyoto. Yes. Next stop was Kyoto, which um, I loved. <laughs> that was your highlight of the. I loved it. I did. I did too. It was very. Uh... I could have spent the whole time there. I thought it was fantastic. The vibe was just right, like very chill, very beautiful, like lots of like quiet places, and then lots of like cultural experiences that you could sort of like dive into big fan we went we did like the the Mount Inari hike which which has all the uh like all the tori gates that you go through the fushimi inari shrine yep which was absolutely insane uh definitely one of the hardest workouts of my life <laughs> it was it was a true <laughs> hike and i did it in jeans yes i was not we were very sweaty by the end of it. Yeah. You, it was hot, 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 hot. It was pretty hot. You go up a lot of steps. Mm. Um, my knees were absolutely destroyed. Just completely ruined. <laughs> uh, Probably had the best food in Kyoto, I'd say. Yes. 100%. Like, all the food was really good. Um, it's, it's, it is really like a shrine town. Like, uh, some some of the most big beautiful uh shrines were there what we also did the uh the uh manga museum 
Oh, yeah, we did. Which was in uh, Kyoto, I believe. It was very cool. Yeah. I kind of didn't know what to expect. Um, so what the museum, I guess, the organization or the the main person, I guess he bought like a school that was going out of commission. It's and, in a, like a big schoolhouse. And so... Which is interesting because, like, there there are a couple like rooms where it's like this is the hi- history of the school building. And mm. It's like, all right, <laughs> just like that's weird pigeonholed in there. <laughs> and then uh, a lot of a lot of like little exhibits about you know kind of like the history of manga, and then um, like why manga is is designed the way it is, and like the process of making it, and how it's become more widespread. You know. A lot of little exhibits of like kind of showing merchandise for like, you know, okay, this is like what happened when Shonen anime got really big and there were all these like figures and cards. This is what happened when uh, Shoujo anime and like Magical Girl anime got popular and like here are like the candies and stuff. Mm. Um, There was uh, this big egg thing that you took a photo. Yes. (laughs) There was a big Phoenix statue that looked like yeah, and there was little drawings from of I think the prompt was just like woman or like <laughs> yeah, I mean it must have just been woman or girl or something. And there were little drawings of uh each artist's interpretation of of kind of the same I think it was uh Geisha. Oh geisha, yeah, you're, yeah. Yeah, you're right. It's probably geisha. So it was also it, it felt like part museum and then part library because there were a lot of people who who went there who were just like kind of reading manga the whole time um mm. like I, I think you could probably get like a monthly pass and then sort of treat it like a library where you can just like go and um just kind of pull out whatever because like they they had like a huge collection of manga there mm. um and like a lot of like really old like 60s 70s 80s stuff that you can just like kind of pick up off the wall and just go ahead and read yeah it is it is there's not a lot of english um, but you know that's to be expected <laughs> it's just yeah, small english section no no yeah they had like at the beginning there was like a section that was like manga from around the world mm. and so that was interesting too where you could read like spanish anime you could read english anime um but it was kind Korean. of cool. yeah it was just kind of cool that like this whole because if you think about books and if you think about manga specifically or like comic books, it's like these things either are going to get preserved or they're going to just get trashed. Yeah. And I think that was like a big focus of the museum was like preserving and uh, maintaining, but also keeping them like accessible to yeah. uh, that you can like actually pick up like <laughs> neon genesis or like <laughs> i don't know yeah so the, the kind of like the crown jewel of the museum I'd, I'd say it was there was like this huge room that was like uh it was like the greatest anime or the greatest manga ever mm. I, I forget how they phrased it but it was or it was like the most important manga from year to year mm. i think they stopped it 2006 mm. and so you know they had like the complete you know, like all of like Astro Boy or um, Dragon Ball, Evangelion. So they yeah. had like just like these full volumes of just, uh, yeah, you know, manga from front to back. And then from they back ha- to front. Oh, <laughs> fuck! <laughs> Got me there. Ooh, and then okay. and then kind of like you know, little uh, sort of like displays sort of talking about like how it, different aspects of manga, like what is manga, and then how do manga creators get paid even mm-hmm. 
um like is cosplay manga like stuff like that where it was like kind of exploring yeah different, different ideas. topics yeah but uh one thing one one thing that so overall positive experience at the the manga museum uh like would recommend but like where was um where was where was uh our boy uh why can't i remember his name right now horror horror uh horror manga oh junji ito where was junji ito yeah we kept we kept looking for his uh like if he did like a doodle but didn't yeah, seem like it i didn't i didn't even see any of his his books you know yeah I, that was a little odd and i i i didn't dig too deep into like why <laughs> he wasn't there but um Junji Ito I was like isn't he like one of the bigger <laughs> artists <laughs> there there are definitely um so I think like maybe in Tokyo when we went to the Parco or like one of the yes. department stores yeah. we went to one where there was like a so there's like a Radio Ava like mini store within it and then there's also like a Junji Ito like pop-up there was where there was some I, I think he did some original art for it which is like kind of cool, just like see, I don't know, like anytime you see, see a master's work in front of you like that, it was like, cool. Ooh. It was um, very cool. Also, just like randomly in a department store, you're like anime right stuff that I love. Yeah, <laughs> I wish I bought more stuff there. To be honest, but the, I was, the I Jinjito. Just, yeah, I just yeah. assumed that's the problem with with some of these like uh, thinking back of like stuff we saw in Japan, and it was like, or even stuff we saw early early on in the trip. That I was like, okay, don't go crazy, don't go crazy. But like, you get, yeah. Then you recognize how cool it was that like you could have bought. <laughs> yeah, kind of like, stuff from like the Ghibli stores that we saw, or like, uh, I'm sorry, the Ghibli stores that Ghibli. were like Ghibli, Julie, come on, littered through the I've like said these Ghibli de- earlier. <laughs> department stores, or like you know the Radio Ava thing. Yeah, a lot, like a lot of, of the Radio Ava stuff was one of a kind. It didn't. So I, I bring up the Clothing. the Junji Ito department store uh, mini pop up because it it sort of maybe I'm wrong here and I I wasn't like really paying attention. I kind of got the feeling that yes, Junji Ito is like popular, but maybe he's more popular in America than in Japan. I don't know, man. That seems weird, but. <sighs> I mean, think about it this way where... He felt underrepresented. <laughs> so, I mean, there's like the Tomy series of, of movies and everything, but I, th- I find it interesting that, you know, there was the, the what, the, fra- the, the, the series that came out a couple of years ago that was really bad, and now, and then on the flip side, Adult Swim, I guess in collaboration with, you know, seemingly an anime studio, but Adult Swim, an American company, is pouring all this money into an Uzumaki mm. show mm. that wouldn't exist otherwise. Yes. So I, I sort of wonder if there's an outsized uh, popularity in America versus mm. Japan, maybe. Uh-huh. Um, it's hard to say. Anyway, uh, any other Kyoto memories you want to... We went to uh, Monkey Park. Oh, we did. That that was a very a lovely... A barrel full of laughs. Yeah, barrel full of monkeys. Yeah, very cool. I, I definitely the better of the animal experiences. I think that we, because we did it. We went to a cat cafe. That was cute. 
but just like to like get to walk around like a bunch of monkeys and feed them. It was <laughs> just kind of watching them do their thing. It was in a very like scenic location. It was very like, oh, here it is. First, you have to walk up a giant hill, but yeah. <laughs> but it was like, oh, here it is, and uh, Golden Pavilion, ten out of ten. Arash- Arashiyama Bamboo Grove. The bamboo definitely grove thought it was going to be bigger than it was, but yeah. one thing I wish I had done is there's like a scenic train. Oh yeah, the ro- um, the romance. Yeah, there's like a it's called like the romantic train or romantic scenic train wasn't a great day for it it wasn't a great day for it but it it was clearly like oh you need to get a reservation for this ahead of time but also this is it this is like the the thing to do over here yeah oh well (laughs) where i thought there would be like stuff to walk you could walk around a bit more in the bamboo grove it was like a one-shot area yeah but it was still cool like i've never seen like I've never seen a bamboo grove, so it was great. It was cool seeing it like move in the wind. That's where shoots come from. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we then went to Osaka. From there, any thoughts on Osaka? <laughs> uh, we were not huge fans of Osaka. I Osaka was fine. I got it immediately, and then I was a little like, "Oh, okay." My, this is it. My cousin, when I told him my plan, he was like, oh, I wouldn't even stay in Osaka. I would just, you know, go to a different city. Mm. He was like, <laughs> uh, no disrespect to uh, people who live there, but he was like, yeah, it's like, it was like he was like, yeah, it's like the Chicago of Japan. <laughs> okay. I was like, damn, kind of like Chicago. We did get uh, the best uh, Okonomiyaki. We did. That place was insane. That and, place was awesome. And like, the food was the highlight. And we got um one of the most powerful women I've ever seen behind the grill. Ooh, yeah. She rocked. Yeah. Uh, yes, chef. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, she yeah, she was like <laughs> fucking carmy. Yeah. But it was very it was giving Times Square. <laughs> felt it felt like Times Square for sure. Where the appeal is seeing the signage. You're like, wow, look at all these ads. <laughs> it's never a good sign, right? Oh, oh, it's, it's never a good sign. It's never a good sign. <laughs> I mean, the signs were cool. Like, they're, I mean, they were creative at least, like three-dimensional and stuff. Yeah. They weren't just signs. It was sculptural and some of them moved, but so it was for like bars and, you know, it was, it was very touristy. It was, it was supposed to be like the kitchen of, of Japan or whatever, but by that, and it's like, you know, we, we definitely had some takoyaki and we had some like street food or whatever, but like at, also at that point, it's like there was, it didn't seem like maybe like there was a uh, crab we should have tried or something like that or like the Kobe beef or whatever, but I don't know. It, it ju- was just, everything was packed. Like Yeah, it was also just people. really packed and you know, like the food, like the food everywhere we had gone to had been really good so it didn't really feel like there was a huge like necessity in terms of um get the good food yeah uh so anime related Mm. um so there was uh (laughs) den den electric town right so i grew up in san francisco as i've i've spoken about before this area of town reminded me of uh the mission district and I don't mean like Valencia Street. I mean kind of like the further south part of 
the of Mission Street where it's a little weird, but mixed with uh, Akihabara. So it'd be like there are all these stores that looked weird or like run down or something, but mm. then they would have like just wall to wall computers or anime stuff. It was it was very intense. There was a uh, there was one night I for, I think we went to Nara earlier in the day. We'll, we'll talk about the Nara trip in a second, but went to Nara earlier in the day. I wanted to just get out all the anime shit out of the way because I wanted to go check out the shops. Um, you, uh, but I I had a feeling you were very tired, which you were. I was beat. I was kind of like, that's when the anime burnout really hit me. And I definitely, I definitely well, I had was like, I can't go look at figures again. <laughs> I definitely had a little bit of it, but I was like, you know what? I want to, uh, one of my favorite things is just walking around at night, listening mm. to music, getting into it. So I, I threw on, uh, I pulled the record here <laughs> and, and listen, if you're, if you're heading to Osaka and you want a similar experience, uh, you know, feel free. I threw on the album. Uh, we had good times together. Don't forget that by uh, Sewer Slut, which is a uh, it's like electronic music and it's very intense. It's very uh, <laughs> very trancey. And so I was like, I I felt like I was in a, a fucking trance, like going store to store, just looking at all these figures. Yeah. Um, having a lot of very personal thoughts of about consumerism and what are we doing here. <laughs> <laughs> especially hours after we'd gone to nara where you went and well, where talk- we had one of the most like spiritual experiences of our lives <laughs> and so walking around just being like what are what are we reduced to yeah what are we creating as a species now yeah you know but it was uh i picked up a couple things yeah you know i, I crossed a couple things off my list and you know we kept it moving it was like it's interesting i feel like a lot of the figure stores it's either you can kind of tell where some of them it seems like they're uh they're they're just trying to rip marks off where people don't really know like the pricing of stuff or there's you know it's like okay this is like actually targeted towards you know people from around here and stuff um yeah there was store for the people yeah store for the people but you know you you walk through and you just uh it, it just becomes very repetitive seeing like the same go like it, it it becomes a problem where you recognize the same figures over and over where it's like, all right, there's fucking Marin from my dress up darling where it looks like she's going to take her shorts off. <laughs> like there's that Goku. There's that fucking Luffy from one piece. Like, yeah, you just kind of see the same ones over and over and it just becomes like very kind of mind numbing. Yeah. Um, when it's like, you know, like I think like the hope and this is what speaks to meatball mode and collect your brain is that you're going to walk into a store and you're going to see something you haven't seen yet. Right. You're going to see a, a mint in box Wayne in the teddy bear doll outfit. <laughs> okay. You know, just, just sitting in some corner. Yeah. There were, I mean, there were a couple of like, you know, weird ones where like, uh, there was like a, from the anime, another, yeah, there was like a big figure that was like $400. Where you're like, what? What are you doing here? Like yeah. in this hole in the wall. So there's there's like stuff Shop. like that where it's like, whoa. Um, a couple like random like obscure persona figures too, but you know, for the most part it was it was very much like uh you know, you see the you see the same thing over and over and it's just very uh overwhelming. For sure. Uh but Nara rocked. 
Nara was a highlight. Uh, so one you, of the I I if I could do it again, knowing what I know now, I would skip Osaka and I would just go to Nara. Like I would have loved to stay there a little bit longer. Hang with the deer. I know it. it unlike travel guides, it's very like one note. <laughs> it's like there's this big temple and there's deer in the park. Very cool. <laughs> it's like you can do a day trip there, what, which is what we did. What did you think of the deer? Uh, <laughs> I I loved it. They're everywhere. They're everywhere. They're like I've never seen so many deer in my life. I've never I've never seen so many deer. At one point, a herd of deer ran across the park <laughs> the field, and the park, yeah, the park, the park. <laughs> it's like a field, but it's like where were they running? I don't know. And it's like how do they keep them all there? Yeah. And I think they just sort of like appeared one day, you know? Yeah. Like I think uh, people started noticing that there were deer and that they were friendly and then more started deer came them. and they started feeding and then more deer came. It's just crazy. Yeah. It's just wild that you can just be like, if if you saw a deer in America on the street, you would freak out. <laughs> yeah. But in Nara, totally chill. Because all the deer are like pretty chill. Yeah. Uh you know, there's a couple that like are hungry and they want your crackers. And if you have crackers, they will headbutt you and, and nip at you. It was a very uh <laughs> it was a very tricky situation feeding them. Because yeah. they're that it's like a it's like a switch gets flipped and then some will like you know, some who are like the they'll, equivalent they'll of They'll start screaming at you. <laughs> Yeah, that, that was the other thing. Like the, the their vocalization was very like. I've never I've never heard a deer cry <laughs> until we went to Nara. Yeah, but yeah, so uh, we we both got headbutted a couple times. Yes, we both got followed around by deer, which is you know one part terrifying and one part like this is really fun, endearing and cute. Yeah. <laughs> Uh yeah, they they sell little crackers, so like they they really don't want you to feed the deer just like anything. They have these like specific crackers. Like I think the deer are like for the most part protected in some way. I mean, they, they, by the town, it seems like people you know like they're getting taken care of and stuff, and people are tracking them. And the, but they also like uh uh clearly there's people there to like clean up after the deer. The smell quite a bit of deer boy are they shit do they have to use the bathroom all <laughs> yes. the time um but also like there's definitely someone like taking the horns off too none of them had like full deer horns some of them did but a bunch of a lot of them for the most part the sort of uh like worst thing that could happen would be that one would like knock you over like headbutt you yeah but you'd have to pretty much like really aggravate it it was just it was just funny how they all had such different temperaments like there were some deer that were very active in the in like the park yeah there were some that were just like kind of chilling just chilling you could and walk, you'd walk up, up and, and you you could pet them you pet them they were being all sweet i was definitely nervous to pet them at first but they kind of dodge you like a cat would, you know. Yeah, but Where I mean, they're some like, of them, what, "What are you doing?" <laughs> some of them are, are open to it. They yeah. give them a little treat. Yeah. Uh, and then the temple there that you know, there's like this long walkway 
going up to the temple that are that's like surrounded by the deer and the deer park, you know. Um, I think it's called Todaji. I can't remember now. I think so. Um, and it's got the great Buddha in it, and it is one of the largest wooden structures in the world. I think just unbelievable. It was a. Uh, it was like breath. It, it really was like kind of mind numbing. Where I, it was like I got goosebumps walking into that building. I mean, it just it seemed like a building that so much of media has like kind of taken inspiration of. Where it's like you know you walk in and there's like this. It's also like this big lawn in front of it, so mm. you know there's a lot of grass and stuff. But then, just like this huge temple. I mean, it looked like. And I hate I hate making like connections from like video games to the thing I saw, but like. I don't know, as a kid remembering seeing like the like the temple level you fight in front of in like Mortal Kombat and like yeah. <laughs> that level being like burned into my head and then seeing like the actual probably what it's they, like, dude, they found it's probably inspired by <laughs> Yeah, finding <laughs> this like place. <laughs> and it's just like very it's like, oh man. Yeah. It just you know, it just it felt like it really did feel like you're walking into a different world and then just seeing like the giant Buddha. It was very uh I don't know, it was very humbling. To, just, to to think about I don't know just just the fact that uh, hundreds of years ago pe- before industrialization people just built this by hand yeah just carved it carved it I wow. I don't know it's just it it I like on one level you're like this is insane and then on another level you're like this is this human achievement is incredible <laughs> like yeah. The, the idea that even if you don't buy into, you know, whatever spirituality is being portrayed by like giant structure, <laughs> uh, it is still very affecting. The the human spirit and the, the dedication to a, a cause or an idea is yes. very uh the fact that they built it for this purpose. Yeah. At all. <laughs> like the the idea that they even made it <laughs> is insane. Yeah. Uh but on top of it, this giant Buddha is very impactful (laughs) yeah no and i would say you know when people ask me like what my favorite thing from the trip was like i think i think that that temple and nara as a whole were probably the the highlights of it it was really you know i I think like going into it i was kind of like ah the deer whatever like you know wow we almost didn't go that's like the crazy why don't we go see dj gangar at you know universal um but no i mean i think that was that wound up being like the most uh most impactful thing and it makes me like it that's what i think makes me want to travel more mm. too you know because i want to see other religious Unexpe- sites like that yeah. we should go to we should go to mecca i mean i wish we could man yeah, it, when things it, chill re- out a little bit religious sites are just um they're very intense yeah they're very intense this was one that a lot of the temples didn't feel intense because of the amount of people this one despite the amount of people uh was effective it cut it cut through the uh yeah like the the tourists it was also one of the only ones that had sort of like a figure that because a lot of these temples are just that they're the buildings are the cool part right or the tory gates or you know there's not like but for this one it was very figure centered we also went to one that was like a thousand statues of uh canon or canon that was insane too that was another one that was like it's like the way that uh 
Japanese artists portray like expressions and faces is like the fact that there are so many and they're all like slightly different. Yeah. It's just really uh I and I read somewhere, I think it was at the manga museum about how they carve out eyes um and something that they put in eyes to make them look more lifelike, like almost sparkling. It's like a marble or something. Right. And I think some of the Buddhas had it and then some of the uh I think the ca- the canons had it. Sorry, I don't know if it's canon or canon, but it's one of the uh uh multi-headed uh goddesses, multi-armed, multi-headed. <laughs> right. Yeah. Faces. I don't know. I there's a little bit left that we haven't talked about, but and- I'm tempted to save it for next time. Next time, then we, we we talk about the anime, and then maybe we can talk about the anime we watched while we were there, um, because we haven't touched on the gib the Ghibli Museum, the yet. the Ghibli as it's pronounced, the Ghibli Museum, yeah, which you know, pretty cool, or was it? Deserves a, or was it? Or was it? it or was it? A kind of waste deserves of time. a whole a whole discussion. Um, so let's call it. Was it here. a was it a monument to a man's ego, or was it a <laughs> celebration of animation? Ce- celebration of animation. I don't know. We'll we'll find out. Um, if you made it this far, on. thank you so much for listening. Uh, it means a lot to us. If you'd like to support us, uh, anytime you leave a five star review on our iTunes or Spotify, it means more people can listen to the podcast and check it out. Um, we always like hearing from from everybody if you yeah, want to you know i forgot to mention it last time but we received quite a nice message um while we were away <laughs> and i'm free i'm fine i'm gonna find it hang on <laughs> but uh you can always reach out to us on instagram and let us know what you think what, what you think what you're thinking if you disagree with my Zelda takes if you think I'm right and that I'm speaking truth to power uh you know that that keeps me awake that keeps me alive oh yeah shout out to Isaac yeah thanks for reaching out and uh thank you for the recommendation for sure if you have if you have takes like on lane on you know weirdo anime that you can't talk to other people about yeah hit us up <laughs> hey guess what we can only talk to each other about it so yeah. more people we can talk to about it yeah more opinions are always appreciated oh yeah they they suggested clan ad and clan ad i've, I've sort of yeah the, the, so that is definitely on the list yeah uh, I've, I've i've sort of i i think i've seen that title appear lately yes for some reason <laughs> so shout out isaac thanks for listening and yeah if you want to shoot us an email you can do so why do people like anime at gmail.com otherwise follow or dm us at why do people like anime on instagram um That'll do it. That'll do it. That'll do it. Donkey. (laughs) That'll do, pig. Yeah, there we go. That'll do. All right. See you next time. Later. Okay, goodbye.